Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, we're going to talk about seven things that college never taught you about your career. So we go into a higher ed education, university, college, et cetera, with certain expectations. And one of those expectations for most of us is that we believe this place is going to give us the knowledge and the skills and the tools that we need to be successful after we graduate. And in some cases, that is true. But in the large majority of cases, that is not true. And the problem with that is we go through that whole process. We study, we're there for four years or however many years, and we come out and we just sort of expect that what we learned is going to help us. And the problem with that is it's not going to help us in most cases. And so then we have to kind of reel from that understanding. And then we need to understand where to go from there. We need to understand specifically where things fell short and how we shore those up. So this episode is focused on seven specific things that through my own personal experience and through the experience of coaching, many, many folks who've gone through this process. These are seven things that college does not teach us about our careers that you really need to know and understand as early as possible in order to maximize your success. So the first one is that a degree is not a guarantee. So many people tell us that if you have a degree, you'll always have opportunities. And a lot of these universities sell us that too. And that sounds nice. But the truth is, degrees are still table stakes for many, many companies out there. Having one might get you in the door, but it doesn't differentiate you or guarantee you a job. And that can be a really frustrating realization for a lot of folks out there. If you want to get this job, you need to go above and beyond that degree. You need to do even more. That degree right now is just kind of getting you in. It's table stakes and basically everybody that you're competing with is going to have one. And speaking of standing out, the second thing that college never teaches you is the fact that applying for jobs is a massive numbers game with terrible odds. So we hear this a lot, right? Applying online is a numbers game. Applying to jobs is a numbers game. And that is true. But what people don't tell you is just how awful the odds are. When we look at the data, your chances of landing an interview when you apply online are less than 2%. And that's just for an interview. That's not even for the actual job offer. That's literally just to have a seat at the table so you can have a conversation and be considered. So those odds are really, really terrible. The third thing that college never teaches you about your career is that the job search is a sales process. So I talk to so many people about this and sales tends to be very polarizing. There are either people on the I love sales side of the spectrum and then there are people on the I hate sales side of the spectrum. And frankly, outside of sales, the vast majority of people do not like sales. But the fact is, whether you love sales or whether you hate sales, it doesn't matter because as an employee, as a candidate, your labor is your product. And things like resumes, LinkedIn profiles, cover letters, value validation projects, et cetera, those are your marketing materials. So if you want to win in the job search, you need to learn how to sell yourself. And if you don't, you're going to get left behind. Because at the end of the day, the company out there that is looking to hire you is your prospect. They are your customer. They have money in their pocket. And you want them to take that money out of their pocket and put it in your pocket in exchange for services, goods, labor, et cetera. And that is basically 
the the true historical definition of a sale. So if you want to win more jobs, you need to learn how to sell yourself. And investing in sales courses, sales best practices, upskilling in sales, all of that is going to pay really, really big dividends for you. The fourth thing is that a resume is not enough. Resumes are frankly just an awful way to convey value. They don't play into any of the psychological best practices that we know about selling yourself, marketing yourself, or about selling or marketing anything. And on top of that, every other person that you're competing with has one too. And when we think about a resume, it is really, really limited, right? We're limited to the medium that we use. We're limited to the formatting formatting that we use. We're limited to the language that we use, right? And the more limited we are, that just makes it harder to stand out when there's higher and higher levels of volume as there is in the job search. So if you want to stand out, if you want to win more jobs, you need to go beyond a resume to clarify your value. And this means doing things like creating content online, building online portfolios, freelancing, creating pitch decks. These are all things that top candidates are using to stand out right now because they know that their resume is likely just going to get lost in the shuffle. And even if somebody reads it, it's more or less going to be very similar to a lot of the other qualified candidates who are applying for these roles. The fifth thing that college never taught you is that actions don't win offers, results do. So speaking of resumes and selling yourself in the job search, most candidates simply summarize their experience. So on their resume, they say that they're responsible for taking this action or that they went out there and they did this thing. But anyone can take an action. Companies don't care about your ability to act. They care about the results of that action. So if your resume doesn't include measurable outcomes that are tied to those actions, you're going to lose out on job offers. And the best example I have of this is so many people put Microsoft Excel as one of their skills on their resume. But when you think of Microsoft Excel, there's a huge spectrum of users, right? There are people who come in here and literally just use it for simple math, you know, go in there and say, okay, you know, what's five plus three in this cell? Boom, it's eight. Okay. Okay, great. And then on the other end of the spectrum, there are people who are literally building out like financial models that plug into third party APIs and pull in data automatically. And they are using that to then create forecasts and models and all this stuff. Those are very, very, very different places to be with the same tool, right? So if somebody just says they're proficient in Microsoft Excel, how do we know where they fall on that incredibly wide spectrum? The only way we'll know is if they follow that up, follow that action up with the results that they've gotten. So hopefully that helps clarify why this is important, but you can't just speak about the actions that you took. You need to tie a specific outcome back to each of those actions if you want to win. The sixth thing that college never taught you is that the most qualified candidate usually doesn't win the job offer. See, here's a hard truth. Companies don't really care about your experience. What they do care about is finding the person who will drive the most value and ROI for that role. And companies tend to use more familiar forms of qualification to do that. That's why we're stuck with resumes. That's why we're stuck with GPAs and college degrees, because companies see those as more familiar ways to gauge candidate value in the historical job search process. But again, all of those things are really, really crappy ways to define qualification, right? So that should actually be liberating for you. I know it may sound scary when I say it at first, but this should actually be liberating because it means we don't have to focus on those. Instead, we need to think about what companies really want here. What goal are they hoping to achieve specifically when hiring for this role? What challenge are they hoping to overcome specifically when hiring for this role? If you can build your resume, your cover letter, your interview answers, a value validation project around focusing on that specific thing, you are going to stand out as the person who's going to drive the most value in ROI. And that means you're going to win the job. 
So that does not mean you need to be the most qualified candidate. And that is also typically why the most qualified candidates don't win because they're really, really bad at selling themselves. Instead, it's the person who is best at selling themselves at tapping right into what the company cares about and what they need that ends up winning the job offer. And then the seventh and final thing that college never taught you about your career is that you shouldn't wait to be 100% qualified. So much of what we learn in college teaches us that we need to be 100% ready before we step in the door, right? If you want to ace that test, you need to be 100% prepared. If you want to you know, get into this honors level track, you need to be more than 100% qualified for the regular courses that everybody else is taking and so on and so forth. But this is not true in the real world. You should not wait to be 100% qualified to do a job because if you can do everything on day one of a new job, you've made a lateral move. So instead, what you want to do is aim for jobs where you only hit 70 to 80% of the qualifications. These are vertical leaps. These are places where you are going to be challenged, where you're going to grow faster, where you're not going to get bored. And that means your paycheck is going to follow along with it. So those are the seven things that college never taught you about your career for today. There are many, many more out there, and I'd love to hear yours. If you want to share them, you can hit me up on social media. You can write a post about this and add on to it. I'd love to see all of those, but that is it for today's episode. And I will see you in the next episode of the podcast. 